I found out that the person who sang mm-hmm. all of the music, his name is Drew Ryan Scott. All the Drews out here are getting played. His name is not Drew. Stop. His name is Drew. Poor Drew. <laughs> oh my gosh. Disney Channel, what what kind of angst do you have with Drews? Drews, I know. Hi, I'm Kennedy. And I'm Britt from the OG Disney Channel era. And you're, and you're listening, listening to, to Disney, Disney Channel. Channel. So here's what you missed last week. Last week we talked about a lot. <laughs> we talked about <laughs> a lot of underrated Disney Channel original movies like Color Let's Friendship. Be honest. We just went through all of them and it was like every single one of these movies is underrated. <laughs> okay, that's true. Yeah, we literally <laughs> went through everything. Hi, hello, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to part two of the Disney Channel underrated movies. That you guys slept, slept on. on Disney Channel. <laughs> Honestly, I think the first one that I think we need to discuss is... The Breakfast Club of 2011, mm-hmm. or whenever this movie came out, Lemonade Mouth. Did this come out? Yes, that was 2011, along with oh, Sharpay's wow. just... Adventure. Look at me thinking. Wow. Oh, wow, look at my head working already. Um, wow. So we need to talk about Lemonade Mouth because uh, there was a heated debate going back and forth on our Instagram at DCAH podcast. Um, <laughs> and people, some people were hating and sleeping on Miss Lemonade Mouth. And I was not here for it. I've always thought that Lemonade Mouth is a cult classic. But I was here for Lemonade Mouth since day one. Like, I'm not going to lie. Honestly, Lemonade Mouth? Yep. I think for most people, from what I've heard, Lemonade Mouth is the marker of when like Disney channel started shifting and changing or maybe when they stopped watching. So for mm-hmm. me, I was here when lemonade mouth premiered. Um, yeah, I think, me too. Yeah. Yeah. I just think that a lot of people were saying, cause we um, did woman of the day, whatever day that was. And it was Bridget Medler. And I had mentioned that, you know, she was in lemonade mouth and I had asked people, do you think Lemonade Mouth is underrated? Because it is. And a lot of some people said no. And some people said yes. So shout out to the people people that said it's not. Yes. I hope those people who said no, they like are they love it. And they're just surrounded by people who love it. Like that better be the case. (laughs) (laughs) I think um, I think what people are trying to say with Lemonade Mouth and why they think it's overrated is because people do talk about Lemonade Mouth. I think. We are, I think me and you are looking at it from a, a, a point of view where it's just like back then it seemed underappreciated. Yes. Like in 2000, like a 2011, 2012, whatever mindset, you're just like, why is no one talking about this movie? Right. You know? So I think that's why we think it's underrated. But I think people who like, have seen it recently now because the audios are going around on TikTok and stuff. They're like, oh no, people have been talking about Lemonade Mouth. But then there's us and we're like, no, 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 no. Because in 2011, ain't nobody was talking about Lemonade Mouth except me and Britt. If if Lemonade Mouth came out in like 2008, you know that it would have just been everything. So also in that sense, like in terms of merch and just like fan base, I think if it had come out earlier before this whole wave of things 
mm-hmm. there would have been just so much. I think is Camp Rock the last one where it had like, like you know, to say like a hardcore fan base with like merch and all that kind of stuff. Was that? Like I would the last say, one? I would say yes because Lemonade Mouth got nothing. Because can you imagine if they if they had a Lemonade Mouth tour, I would have went. I would have went at the end how they they performed at the Staples Center. Was it? I think so. It was a big arena, one of them. Yeah, but something. I was like, oh my god, this is real. I was like, yeah. where's my tickets? Something <laughs> on the VIP list, right? Like, why didn't Disney Channel do that? Why didn't they just say like, okay, we see a franchise some somewhat working here. People are liking this movie. At the end of the movie, we literally put them on tour. This is a band with the Bridget Medler, who was on Good Luck Charlie at that point. So now. You could have gotten a chance for her to go on tour, you know? And so, Disney, why? What happened? I also think it's very interesting because it seems that all of the musical movies are very easily adapted into a fan base, easily adapted into merchandise. And maybe Mm -hmm. that's just the way that it was designed. Because <laughs> you know how yeah. Dis- like you know how Disney is, even with like oh, the yeah. parks and stuff. Like some things are thrown into movies in order to be created into like a bigger marketing thing, which yeah, isn't necessarily bad. I'm for it. I will give them my money. Um, Me too. <laughs> but I find that very interesting. Maybe there was never the intention of it at like exploding to begin with, on terms of the disney side i don't know i find that really interesting too because now that i think about it we don't like we don't have to transition into talking about this just yet but starstruck that was another musical movie and iconic you know i'm trying to think what other musical movies there were um i mean let it shine too <gasps> yes, love trevor jackson about, whoa i forgot about that yeah. and coco jones that's yeah. underrated how did i forget Which See, so- i forgot about that movie underrated so what happened? Did they just not want like a fan base anymore? They were just like, I'm tired of you guys with High School Musical and Camp Rock. You guys. Right. We're not like, doing another fan base. <laughs> right. Like was Disney just like Disney Channel was probably were they just like, um, so we have the success of High School Musical, Cheetah Girls and Camp Rock. And I think we're going to go in another direction. So Lemonade Mouth, you get the back burner. Let it shine. You get the back burner. Starstruck, you get the back burner. <laughs> like everyone's got the back burner at an awkward time because they probably were like you know like you said earlier transitioning into like that new whatever and mm-hmm. I guess High School Musical Cheetah Girls and Camp Rock just got lucky because they were in that you know something about that don't sit right with me though it really don't because like how you best believe I would have paid so much money to go see Lemonade Mouth on tour I would have went to three tour dates you best believe but then how come I just I I don't get it because also okay diving into actual lemonade mouth I mm. missed I remember watching this in my living room and there was specifically that scene with Mo that was like at the end where she's like I'm not your average Indian daughter or something along the lines of that and Queen. I just remember my mom being like you better not tell me that one day, blah, blah, blah. But I'm like, joke's on you because I already said that, like, era before <laughs> high school school, you know? So I, it was just, I honestly, the fact that they were all, in a way, like, misfits and they all ended up in that detention room, but it was, none of them did anything, like, horrendous. Yeah. Um, either that or there was, like, good intention behind anything that they did. I yeah. think a part of that was just, like, so real and, you know, a timestamp of, 
our society to this day. Um, but it was it was so relatable. I don't know what like you know it was so. I don't relatable. understand it. I don't understand. But I I will say with Lemonade Mouth, just like you mentioned, it's I I remember watching it and my mom watched it as well, and she said this is the breakfast club <laughs> for your age because i hadn't seen the breakfast club at that point um i, I wasn't either. old enough <laughs> i wasn't old enough yet but um my mom she was in high school she took a psychology class and her teacher made them watch or make yeah made them watch the breakfast club for like one of their assignments or something and she thought she said this teacher is still her favorite teacher and it reminded me of when I was in high school, they made us in junior year watch The Breakfast Club. And I'd already seen it by that point, by that time. But back to the Lemonade Mouth, because this is not a podcast about the 80s and The Breakfast Club. I wish it was. <laughs> um, but my mom watched it and she was like, this is literally The Breakfast Club. They meet in detention. They all have nothing to do with each other. Like, And then they form a friendship and a bond. And then they use that and go off to be like a real like band or whatever you want to say and I just think Lemonade Mouth is so it just I think it I understand what people are saying like I get it it's not underrated like I I get it what people are saying but I think when your mindset is so focused on the fact of when it premiered in 2011 and no one talked about it you kind of just like are yeah this movie maybe we were getting old or something (laughs) are you calling me a fossil Oh no, I think both of us are fossils. <laughs> oh my god! I don't want to be a fossil. Oh my god! I don't, uh, I don't know. I can't wrap my head around it, but know. I also think it's really funny because after Lemonade Mouth, mm-hmm. you know, you do your whole Disney research. You find out about these people, even if they aren't, you know, big, or if they are big, then you find out more about them. Like I know for me, I didn't really know too much about like Adam Hicks. Um, yeah, I don't know anything about him. The only yeah. person I knew was Bridget Medler. Right, for sure. And then I think I knew, I don't remember how, but I knew Haley Kyoko, but she might have been like a YouTuber or something or might have been connected to a YouTuber. Mm-hmm. Um, that's how I knew her. Yeah, that's how I knew her. But I just remember it being so funny because after Lemonade Mouth, like a couple years later, she had like a really successful music career and was going on tour mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff on her own. And I remember people bringing it up and they would just think of her as like Haley Kyoko because she did have a different image than she did back then and everyone was just like oh yeah I love her and then I was like she was on Lemonade Mouth and they were like I don't know what you're talking about yes like okay so exactly my point because I was when you said that I thought how Haley Kyoko has a um music career currently um and people don't know her as um the character she played in lemonade mouth and i'm like Mm -hmm. okay was lemonade mouth like a fever dream or did anyone right like like how do you not to me that's how i knew Haley Haley kyoko but we all should have known Haley kyoko (laughs) honestly i think that's how people recognize her if you went to a Haley, if someone went to a Haley kyoko concert and said like oh how'd you find out about her and I said oh I heard her song on the radio and I'm like and then they'll say how did you find out about her and then you say oh she was in this Disney Channel movie called Lemonade Mouth like in 2011 and you're like what is that and I'm like oh my god you are old (laughs) (laughs) 
um no yeah but, i think it's funny because yeah. yeah people don't i've i've heard of people who i i understand that her image is very different and it's switched mm-hmm. but like everybody be out here pretending that um they don't know where she never was from. on lemonade mouth yeah right like, like okay put some respect on her name i also would like to put out there like i love bridget menler honestly love her i just don't understand what happened because she had the disney star potential but i also think bridget menler is uh, like oh maybe i'm wrong because i was never i don't think i finished out the season of good luck charlie like mm-hmm. the very very like last one and everything but i think she's also underrated she is, is am i wrong i think no I think you're not she wrong. definitely i i think she definitely is a disney channel star but i think mm-hmm. She's so underrated. What happened to her? I know she ended up going to college. Why would you do that? Um, I get right. it. Some <laughs> people, not for me. Yeah, mistake. Um, but yeah, she she is highly underrated as a, you know, artist as a person because her I music. Feel like, stop. <laughs> her music slaps. Okay, don't even get me started. Let me show you. I literally have her album sitting right here. Here it is. Oh, Bridget Medler. Hello, my name is album. My mom bought it for me years ago um has all the bops and I just think that she is underrated I feel like she did her time at Disney Channel and then that was it and I'm just like okay but what happened like I mean look she's happy and thriving now because she she still acts I think here and there and she's I think she's married um like she's still thriving however she literally was on Disney Channel had everything and then within like a year or two after all that it was just like okay where is she like what happened i miss her yeah i Bridget, if you're listening please come back you have two fans that miss you (laughs) (laughs) i definitely agree um why am i spacing out on the name because she was she was acting um i don't necessarily know how much time she took time off um she was in the alvin and the chipmunks movie which was is she? so cute. She was in Mary Happy Whatever, a Netflix TV show um, with Ashley Tisdale. And they were sisters, which I was like, stop it right now. As she should. But, and then she was in, um, oh my gosh, she was in The Click. Have you seen The Click? Oh, yes. That was Baby. I love The Click. Baby Bridget. Baby Bridget. I think, movie. so this reminded me of, ironically, a conversation I had last night. But I'm going to digress, but I'm going to come back, I swear. So I don't know if you've ever seen like the movie or know about the actual true events that it was based off of the bling ring. I love that. Like, I I don't know why, but I I watched it in like a film class. It was with Emma Watson um, Mm -hmm. and the guy from Percy Jackson, I believe, but don't quote me on that because I don't remember it. I've only seen it once, but the bling ring was a story about these like teenagers back in the day. I did my research last night. It was like for a whole year, from 2008 up until like 2009 these this group of teenagers in Los Angeles would go and rob celebrities houses in like Calabasas in the Hollywood Hills oh. so their their main target was like Paris Hilton like they robbed her dry um but it worked because back in the day nobody had that intense i don't necessarily know how they did it because i'm sure they had to do some you know, these celebrities doors just weren't unlocked is what I'm trying to say. But there was no security cameras or if there was, it was very few and far between. It wasn't high quality. Like, you know, back in 2008, um, iPhones weren't 
like a thing I at least mm-hmm. I don't think yeah so technology was not advanced back then and so all these kids got away with it but I remember reading specifically about it because I've seen the movie and obviously the movie adaptation is different from the actual thing me and my cousin were very like interested in that concept and I, I still am but before they had gotten caught they were gonna rob like because this was the peak of like Disney Channel back in like 2008, 2009 with like mm-hmm. High School School 3 and everything. They were going to come for my babies, like all the stars of High School Musical to like rob oh, no. them. No, I was like, nope. this shut is, it down. This is why they, right. I I remember reading that because their their next targets were like Vanessa Hutchins, Ashton Tuzel, Zac Efron, and nope. Hilary Duff. Nope. I, I, anyways, my point in that being <laughs> was... Bridget Mendler deserves that level of stardom to where when you think of Disney Channel, I think she should be one of the first few names that you think. I think she should be up there with like Demi Lovato, you know, Selena Gomez, Gomez. all the classics. But that's just my opinion. That's why I think in my mind she's underrated because I know she's like top 10, but I know she's not like top five. Right. If that makes sense. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Like, I mean, of course, please do not go out and steal from Bridget Mendler, please don't. We don't no, have time for I, that. <laughs> and and now if you do, you're gonna get caught. So good for you. You're not gonna yeah. have a year of stealing. So good luck. But, right. You know. But um, but yeah, I knew what you were trying to say. How like yeah. these people back then on that show were just like, let's just take from the highest people of this current time right now. And right. of course, at that time it was Paris Hilton. Well, Paris Hilton is always relevant. She is so funny. But yeah. um, and then of course high school musical was a thing, so everyone was like, Oh my god, we gotta steal from Zach Efron, but don't be coming for my man Zach. We ain't got time for all that. Yeah, no, ma'am. Right. Um, but that reminds me of the other underrated Disney Channel movie. All right, <clears throat> let me warm up, warm up my vocal. I'm cords. scared. <clears throat> Starstruck. I had to get starstruck. Oh, I just yeah. have to say, so I'm in Los Angeles right now. I'm I'm not filming this podcast from Portland, thank God. Um, <laughs> but. I always, always, always on all of my playlists will have something about the sunshine. And it's such a vibe when you're actually in L.A. and driving around. I remember I think my first time ever in L.A. driving, I literally was at the Hollywood Walk of Fame and I rolled down the windows and blasted that. And I was with my friends and they were just like, you're embarrassing us. And I'm like, let it happen. It's a vibe. Let it happen. You know what song I would play also on top of that but and it's funny that you mentioned the soundtrack because this song is actually on the starstruck soundtrack and i have a physical copy of the starstruck soundtrack from back then i bought it at limited two um is okay (laughs) if anyone remembers this song i will love you forever welcome to hollywood by mitchell oh my they played that's the song from the scene um, when they come into the, his house party thing. Yeah, and, and Mitchell Musso, I, okay, I have a hard copy of his album as well. And I saw him, he performed at um, the Six Flags near my house. And I begged my mom, we went to go see Up, the movie, because this was like 2009. We went to go see um, Up. And then I was like, mommy, Mitchell Musso is performing like less than 20 minutes away from this house. We have to go. So she was like, okay, well, we're going to the movies first and then we'll go. And I was like, okay, I'll take it. So I went to see the movie. Then I went to Six Flags. Mind you, I'm not the biggest six. The Six Flags near my house is trash.com USA. <laughs> so 
I was, I only went, I never went to Six Flags. I was more of a Disney person, but I was pressed to go see Mitchell Musso because I think I've made it clear. I'm not sure that I'm a big Hannah Montana fan. I think I've made that clear. <laughs> and I was just so excited to see the Oliver Oaken, the smoking Oaken. He leaves a lady's heartbroken. Everybody <laughs> knows that we're not just joking. I was like, I, yeah. I saw Mitchell Musso in concert and I just like, could not breathe because I was like oh my god he's so close to Miley Cyrus like this is the closest I'll ever get to her and um so that song is on the soundtrack of Starstruck and I I, I, it's so perfect (laughs) it's such a perfect song honestly Mitchell I still laugh at that episode of Hannah Montana where he like performs with his but it's his actual like (gasps) band yes you know what I'm talking about and we all just act like he's like I'm auditioning for like the talent show and we we all just pretended like he was actually performing for the talent show like excuse me you're literally Mitchell Musso and <laughs> killing it and you had the same like star factor as you know honestly Hannah that was Montana. Disney Channel's right that was I okay that was Disney Channel's way of saying we're trying to give Mitchell Musso a music career and this is how we're gonna start it by him being on well, obviously he was already on Hannah Montana, but setting the storyline for his character to be on like an American Idol type setting and then Hannah Montana be like that guest judge and then she has to pick between like, you know, that's really her friend in real life. But then she's just like, uh, I'm Hannah Montana and I don't know this person. Like, right. so, but anyway, we now we're talking about my, Mitchell Musso and Hannah Montana. So <laughs> we need to go back to Starstruck. Starstruck is underrated. Stop sleeping on her, please. I also, okay, here's my thing though. I very much love Starstruck, but I also think in contrary to everything that I just said earlier, Disney tried too hard to make Sterling Knight a star. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so because I just, he only I just, did. Yeah, he did so random. And then, or setting with the chance, my bad yeah and then that's like it (laughs) yeah and then he okay okay that's a good point because he first of all i had never heard of a sterling knight that's the first thing then he did and the fact that they pulled a zach efron on him and like switched his voice like they switched his vocals like that wasn't him like sterling knight can't sing wait i didn't know that you didn't know that they they pulled that on him too so they like really really wanted him why he was not on the level of cuteness like that's what i'm saying but they they did it enough to drew seely him oh or drew seely somebody else yikes (laughs) for him you know i was today years old when i found that out yeah now look we're not yeah yeah like look we're not here to slander um sterling knight and his great name however he will never be zachary alexander david efron right i also just full name it okay because i know when this was coming out all like the research was starstruck um so the the whole thing of everybody being like why didn't they kiss but it was also because the age gap was like huge i think he was in his like 20s and she was like 16 when she filmed it yeah so i think i don't don't quote me on an exact number but i think it was probably like a six-year age difference which was fine it worked the you know disney magic but i can see why they definitely didn't have them kiss because she was definitely like not old enough 
Um, yeah. But I remember that being like the biggest thing. Whenever I think of Starstruck, I think of that. Um, yeah. I also just don't necessarily know how I feel because what happened to her too? She literally just did something Disney and then Honestly. escaped and she went to go do prom or something. Right. Like the whole movie. I, I mean, look, it's underrated. I do love the, the, the story. The movie is cute. The soundtrack slaps. Mm-hmm. However, there were points in the movie where homegirl was getting on my nerves. I'm like, oh, I girl. Agree. I'm like, girl, you're hanging out with the biggest celeb. I don't care if you don't really care who he is. Like, you're hanging out with the celebrity. Have some fun. Live your yeah. life. Like, what was wrong with her? Maybe and then she the got point. all in her feelings. Maybe that was the point. Maybe you yeah. <laughs> But then the part that still surfaces the internet today is her iconic monologue when she's talking about the paparazzi is like outside of her house yes. and then she's like um like, like she's like congratulations you created a celebrity but you ruined the person inside <laughs> something like that that is my sister so my sister specifically we both like we both like starstruck but she specifically only like she timed it to where when it was actually playing, like back when we all had cable, mm-hmm. I think it was exactly one hour in with commercials that the scene of them like arguing on the beach would happen. And that was always when my sister would start watching Starstruck. And I think that's just so funny. That's she would crazy. always come for like, she'd come for the climax and then everything after that. Um, that's like me I- when I watch the Titanic. I If it's on TV, I always show up at the part when the boat's about to sink. <laughs> <laughs> and okay, let's just talk about how in starstruck 2 maybe this is just my opinion but chelsea kane did not get the attention that she deserved honestly she worked with the jonas brothers like hello and she was just in there as like the side hustle and you know just wanting right she was just there and i believe her character was just this i why do i want to say her name was her character's name was like alexis i think it was i think it was um i think it was i think it was alexis um, but she was just there for Christopher Wilde and they weren't dating, but she wanted to date him and then she was just there and then that's it. Yeah. I just like, thought the whole movie was a, yeah, she did that. Yeah. For real. I thought the whole movie was a, a, like a shove in the face to Hollywood of like publicity stunts for relationships. Um, and kind of like what's happening with Sabrina Carpenter, Joshua Bassett, and Olivia Rodrigo. In- oh, that's so different. I feel like, yeah, it is different nowadays, though, because now we're all on social media. Mm-hmm. And so you hear, you definitely hear people's opinions a lot more than you did back then. Oh, yeah. But I feel like I love that Lemonade Mouth took the, I mean, not Lemonade Mouth, whoa, <laughs> Starstruck <laughs> took the the concept that is Hollywood and people just wanting you because you're famous or liking you because you're famous or just want your money or your attention or your cars and swag bags and whatever. Mm-hmm. But I love the fact, I love the movie for that reason. Cause it's like, here's what Hollywood is like, no matter what year it is, this is what it's like. And they did it for like a kid's level. Like for that kids can understand i i think it's a great movie i love watching it it's Mm -hmm. it's it's entertaining i i do love it and it didn't get enough credit 
and the the soundtrack slaps okay do not sleep on the lemonade mouth sound i mean if i say lemonade mouth i mean starstruck i'm just so heated about lemonade mouth (laughs) (laughs) um but also we need to talk about wendy Wu homecoming warrior wait before we transition into that i just want to say that i i was on the wikipedia clicked on starstruck i found out that the person who sang Mm -hmm. all of the music his name is drew ryan scott all the drews out here are getting played his name is not drew his name is drew poor drew (laughs) oh my gosh disney channel what what kind of angst do you have with drews drews i know poor drew okay drew seely we love you and we'll give you money for the royalties that you deserve all right yeah um when do when do woo homecoming warrior listen underrated brett i'm telling i've said this before and i'll say this again brenda's song walks so i can run she really did that's it that's it like that's all that we can say about the movie that's it she yep i just i love how like brenda's song was also brenda's song where you at because i feel like they she also deserved to be a top five disney star she's busy dating macaulay culkin i know (laughs) but um and she was she was there when we did our our uh dcp i didn't see her though don't even get me started she was in the same vibes like we we don't even get me started because guess because she was at everest her am now look i'm making it i am the biggest home alone stan to ever walk the face of this earth i do not talk about home alone three four or five those are disgusting to me i only talk about the first and the second one so when i found out that macaulay the macaulay calkin my favorite and brenda song my other favorite were at mount everest which is right next to where we worked yeah. at collie river rapids i remember someone walked up to me and i don't remember who it was but someone walked up to me and was like um oh yeah so-and-so is in the park today and i was like oh who because they didn't know who it was they just heard that a celebrity was in the park and they said oh i think that girl that played london on zach and cody i was the like disrespect say her name the right disrespect. the disrespect the song. i said you mean brenda song and they were like yeah and i was like wait a minute is she with a guy because at this point i knew she was with she's dating macaulay calkin so i was like wait a minute did you hear if she's with a guy and they said yeah she's with some blonde guy and i was like stop it right now you mean to tell me that macaulay calkin is within feet away from me and i'm not there I was working, but I wasn't at Everest. I was like, are you kidding me? And mm. then I went to Magic Kingdom later that day and um, well, after work. And my friend Kaylee worked in the Emporium with Aaron. She worked in the Emporium mm-hmm. with Aaron. And Kaylee said that one of her coworkers saw him and Brenda Song. And she was on her break. She was on her break, so she missed them. But they, the, this girl came came into the break room and was like, "Oh yeah, I just saw Brenda Song and Macaulay Culkin." And Kaylee was like, "No, like I, Kennedy." And she said, "You need to hurry up and get to Magic Kingdom because they're here." I said, "I'm running. I'm running." <laughs> I never saw them, but if I did, I seriously would have had a heart attack. I would have froze. If I had saw the London Tipton and the Kevin McAllister, I feel like I would have just imploded right there in the Magic Kingdom. I just, yeah. Brenda Song. I also, Wendy Wu had, granted it wasn't necessarily my specific culture, but there was a lot of 
overlap and similarities and she was out here trailblazing that representation um with wendy Wu, and i remember having like the dvd and like my one of my best friends she was never big on because she didn't have cable so she was never big on like Mm -hmm. watching everything that came out on disney channel um but there were certain things where we were like you have to watch this and she was like a camp rock stan and princess protection program stan so okay me yeah so we were just like you have to watch wendy Wu, and she she watched it she owned the dvd um that's all i have to say is just wendy Wu homecoming warrior period yeah it's so good like it's I, it's so underrated that it hurts because it's like no one talks. I barely see people mention um, Wendy Wu, Homecoming Warrior. And I think that movie was such a, like, it that was a movie for representation at its finest. And right. I, with everything going on in the... Same um, thing with Let It Shine, representation at its finest. Representation, like everything yeah. that happens with... Um, like with Let It Shine, everything that happens with the black community and then everything that's been going on recently with the Asian community, which, by the way, don't be bringing none of that hate over to DCAH. We don't have time for all that. <laughs> we ain't got time for all that. Do not bring that. None of that. We ain't got time. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I think that that movie was such a perfect represent. Both of them were. Let It Shine is underrated. Like, I, I see people talk don't talk about that the only thing i see people talk about let it shine is is like mostly the music not really the Mm -hmm. movie you know and i think because it was a music movie but not to like the level of like cheetah girls or high school musical but you know what i mean like a movie Mm -hmm. with music in it um that movie is underrated and so is wendy Wu, and it's just like sad because it's like why are these two movies that are so good underrated like just why yeah Okay, so we have, there's now, every time we go through all this, we realize we have so many movies um, to go through, and we have, like, 10 minutes left, but basically, I'm just throwing these out there as things that are super underrated, like, now you see it, love that movie, Um, go figure, the ice skating (gasps) movies in general, underrated, I think we talked about Life is Rough last time, cowbells in my eyes i do not think that it's underrated because me like i watch it all the time it's one of my go-to movies um but i think everybody slept on it (laughs) and everyone slept on it read it and weep scared me i'm not gonna lie but only because i just watched it the other day only because it was too real like i don't know the I feel like that was something that like I would have done back in the day and still could potentially do now was like <laughs> yeah, write a the fact of yeah, yeah the fact of accidentally sending like your journal to somebody and then right. accidentally getting like public it's one thing if your journal like gets sent to someone on accident but the fact that it was accidentally sent out to this person to get published but they didn't know who child yeah I, I can't that scares me um jump in I think everybody <gasps> loves that movie. Yeah, everybody loves that movie. Love though. Corbin Blue. Love yeah. Corbin Blue. Oh my God, Minutemen. I just remember as a little kid. I don't know why, but I think the first time it premiered, me and my sister had just gotten back from Costco, and so we were like eating a Costco hot dog while watching that movie. And every time I watch Minutemen, I think of a Costco hot dog. Me. Every time <laughs> I think of men of Minutemen, I think of um the white suits that they wore like those yeah big 
those suits and then the fact that jason dolly is in it right um this one movie is a fever dream it never existed cheetah girls um three so we're gonna skip yeah that's okay Um, wait we need to talk about cheetah girls three real quick we will be talking do not worry we will be talking (laughs) about the cheetah girls for an entire episode because it's what they deserve and the cheetah girls just have a lot going on and i look (laughs) um another one also is cloud nine I was just going to say, like, so I don't care what you guys think. I will forever support anything that Ashley Tizzle does. Sharpay Sabbath's Adventure slapped. I think that was a better ending than she deserved in High School Musical 3. But I also get it. For High School Musical 3, they had so many things to wrap up. um, And it was probably like a spur-of-the-moment thing. But I appreciate how Disney was like, let's go back and let's actually give her, like, this storyline. Do I think it's, like as good as high school musical no because the rest of them aren't there but i think the music slapped the storyline for what it was you know great yeah um and but that's why i want a high school musical four with everybody so that and we can now, see where they're at right and now that Come like on. sharpay has her storyline and it's you know it's solid there's something to come back to for High School Musical 4. I'm just saying. Honestly. And um, I just want the originals. I want Zac Efron, Vanessa. I want Monique, Coleman, Corbin Blue, Ryan. I want Lucas Graybill. Olesi. I want everyone. Everyone. Yeah, Even right. Miss Darbus. Where is she? Right. I don't know. <laughs> I but want yeah, everyone. So that reminded me of Cloud9 because I know after that, I had seen. So that's what I was going to give you time for was literally everything after. <laughs> um, I want to say everything after like. 2011 lemonade mouth sharpay subs adventure geek charming i stopped watching other than yeah. cloud nine but i only watched that because ashley tizzle produced it Me. so other than that oh i lied i have seen Re- radio rebel i there's Ooh. no thoughts head empty um <laughs> so the rest is i, mean, I want to give that time for you yeah i love i mean those other ones uh, i never saw geek charming but like I like frenemies with Zendaya and Bell and Bella Thorne. And I only watched it because of Zendaya and I really was Zendaya, into shake it up. This is a hot, this is like a hot take, but Zendaya did not deserve Bella Thorne to be like her right hand man. Honestly, like, when it Zendaya should have carried up the show. To, yeah. Zendaya carried right. the show in my eyes. Zendaya um, deserves some, someone better. <laughs> she really did. She deserved us. <laughs> <laughs> um, But um, I was also, gonna say um what was i gonna say descendants descendants yes i'm obsessed with descendants i think that the concept is so good rest in peace camera voice we love you we miss you um but the concept of like a villain's kid and the music slaps i'm obsessed with descendants like i don't watch disney channel anymore the only time i will watch disney channel is if i happen to be scrolling on the tv guide and see that descendants is on i will be watching descendants that is probably the only thing on disney channel that i know people also keep telling me that i need to watch zombies and that i would like zombies (laughs) i just need to watch it because people keep saying that i would like it so i don't know i guess i gotta watch it so I've seen Descendants, but the the only reason that I've seen obviously Kenny Ortega is tied to it. Um, okay. I this is just my thoughts on Descendants as a whole. I only watched it as my with my friends as kind of like a joke, or they were kind of just like you should just watch Descendants, and I was just like okay, I'm down. I just my only thing is I I think I agree with you. I think the concept of Descendants is just so genius. I just wish that it had like a bigger budget because even though it was a decom, it's it I I think especially when it came down to a lot of 
you know, not necessarily like the special effects, but the costuming, the wardrobe, the set pieces, they had so much potential to make it so like out there to where I feel like Descendants should have just been like, you know, like a Walt Disney movie, or they should have put in more of a budget like back then when they were, I mean, easier said than done. Also, I understand that it's like a different set and different concept, but like how Disney movies were earlier, how they like were probably fat budgets. Um, I just, that's the only thing is I think it had more potential and I feel like budgets kind of did it for me. Cause I feel like at some points I was just like, this is kind of more like overlapping a musical where I feel like it's just like kids putting on like a production. Like, I think I wish it just had more money backing it. Yeah. I will say the costumes and stuff did evolve like from the first movie to the Mm -hmm. second up until the third, like the looks of them did change significantly. And I, I just actually looked at my TV guide and Descendants comes on on the 29th and <laughs> Descendants 3 comes on the next day. Like I literally just looked that up. But um yeah, I just I just I get I, I get that. That makes sense. I just love the fact that the kids nowadays can feel what we felt with Kenny Ortega's work, no right. matter what it was. Right. I just I love that the kids nowadays have something that they can look for look at look up to or look at and for us that was the cheetah girls in high school musical and for them with kenny ortega and for them it's descendants and i just think i i just i can't even express my love for descendants like i was so heartbroken when cameron boyce died i was at work well no i wasn't at work i was about to wake up to go to work and my sister texted me she was like did you hear about cameron boyce and at first i was like who because it was like 6 a.m and i was like what's going on (laughs) and then Mm -hmm. i found out he died and i was just like i can't i can't how are they gonna do the movie so um but yeah i love love descendants so that was all the movies not all of them but that was all that we could do <laughs> i also just want to say like sophia carson is a baby demi lovato love her a long time like oh my god i love, love her sophia very carson much. yeah i um, love her and dove cameron love her too i just the whole cast they give me that someone said in our instagram at dcah podcast someone said to us that um they it kind of gives them like the cast kind of gives them that high school musical feel where they get along so well and you just love them like you just you you can't hate this cast like you just love them I feel like part of that is Kenny Ortega magic um I feel like he just makes people vibe and he probably focuses a lot on like bonding behind the scenes because I feel like I've seen obviously we knew high school musical they were all best friends but when it came down to seeing me not knowing too much about Descendants I've seen like screenshots or pictures of Kenny Ortega just like being so involved with the cast and like mm-hmm. having them sit in like the director's chair watching the the takes back and stuff like that. And I think, you know, most most directors aren't like that. So I think no. he very much cares. And we know Kenny Ortega. He's like he's like a Mark Jacobs situation. It's like directed by Kenny Ortega, written by Kenny Ortega. Kenny Ortega like if his name is on it, you like yeah if his he's name so is involved on it, you know yeah yeah if his name is on it you're gonna you know that this is going to be like stellar and i think that i i just i love kenny ortega i just oh oh my god i i just like i i, I that that's it <laughs> i can't, kenny, like, I can't this speak. is a kenny ortega stand podcast um kenny ortega on, one day i'm gonna meet you and it's it's over it's over like i swear if i ever ran into him i don't know what i would do with myself like i would probably just like I don't know like I, I I literally I can't even get my words out because he's just so I oh my god he's just amazing and like you said cry and the then cast, I'd be like put me on something <laughs> me yes can 
I work for you? I'll 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 work for you for free. I'll clean yeah. your bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> I'll make you coffee. I'll I'll wash your car. Kenny Ortega. I just he's been around for so long. Like he's just oh my god, I love him. And I just like the person said on our Instagram, she was saying it gives she said i know that descendants is not to the level of high school musical but it, the cast just gives that feel and it's mm-hmm. all because of the kenny ortega that's the mm-hmm. name of this podcast it's now kenny ortega, kenny ortega. after after hours, hours. <laughs> yeah <laughs> um okay so um that we ran out of time but this was the disney channel underrated movies i know that we didn't really talk about why much about why some of these are underrated i think we did yeah let us know if there's anything that we missed i know that after kind of 2011 for me at least i saw like none of this so i don't know maybe let us know if we need to go back and watch some of this even though you know it's yeah bully us into letting us watch zombies (laughs) (laughs) maybe Um, let us know if we need to go back and watch some of this let us know what some of your favorites are if we missed any of them let -hmm. us know because if it was before 2011 i probably have seen it Minus Descendants. But you've right. never seen that either. <laughs> we yeah. need to watch, have Britt watch Descendants. Also, next week, we're talking about the Disney Channel idols. Like, the I... people that, that shaped Disney Channel. The amount of times that I'm going to say Ashley Tisdale, you guys are not ready for. <laughs> and the amount of times I'm going to say Miley Cyrus yeah. is un- unrealistic. Like, the number. So, just be prepared for that, that we are going to be talking a lot about Ashley Tisdale and... um the Miley Cyrus so um stay interactive with us on Instagram if you have been playing the little polls and the little games still keep doing that um so that we know that you guys are interested in this and want to keep having fun with us but I'm I promise y'all episode eight it's going down and that was a pun from Descendants that's it that's it that's it just be ready right mentally prepared all right, queens and kings and Disney Channel freaks in between. I said that already. I said that last week. Did I? I don't remember. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I, don't know. I don't listen to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone else listens to the podcast. I don't have to because I edit it and I'm sick of hearing my own voice. <laughs> um, all right, guys. We will see you next week with episode eight of Disney Channel. Oh, we should close with the music. We did the music last time, so we have to do it this time. <clears throat> Let's watch a Disney <laughs> <Apple> movie. <laughs> yes. Uh, All right. Bye. And you're, and you're listening, listening to, to Disney, Disney Channel. Channel.